0: Welcome to the Quench Life Podcast. My name is Jillian and with me today is Pat. Pat, welcome to the show. Thank you for coming on.
1: Thanks for having me. I'm so, flattered.
0: how are you today?
1: I'm good, thank you. Good. Um,
0: so why don't you tell us a little bit about Pat, what you've been doing all these years and okay. uh, what's led you to Quench?
1: Okay. So when you say all these years, you got to remember that I'm old, so i got a <laughs> lot of years to go through here. Um, so uh, I won't go back too far. Uh, we'll, we'll skip uh, infancy. But um, I am uh, newly uh, resided the Cape. We moved to Centerville three years ago from um, Central Mass. Um, I'm retired. I was a teacher. I had my whole career was in education. So very fortunate. Um, I was a teacher, middle school teacher for about 24 years, and then I uh, made the jump into administration. So. I was assistant principal for a year, and then I was uh, principal for about 15 years, and I, again, was fortunate to do uh, most of my work in Northborough, Mass., which was a great place to live and a great place to work. So um, I'm a retired educator and um, just thrilled to be here living on Cape Cod. It, it was a, a dream of, of my husband and mine, and we were really lucky to be able to, to get ourselves here. So.
0: That's great. That's just a... We're thankful to have you guys, to have you both here. Yeah,
1: yeah. I should say too. I have one son. One so, son. Yeah, yes, yeah. and
0: he's still in Boston. He's in
1: Boston. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. Comes
0: and visits quite a bit. He's That's great. not too yep.
1: far. Yeah,
0: yeah, Um, So what? Um, I'm sorry. I'm stuttering right now. <laughs> So when you were working in education, uh, did you work out during that time, or has it been more well, towards your retirement that you've been leaning more towards fitness, or what's that been like for no, you? No,
1: my, my fitness um, life, and it's been really interesting reflecting on it, you know, thinking about today, um, it ebbed and flowed. Um, when I was growing up, um, opportunities for girls, really there really weren't a lot, it seemed to me, Uh, My family was a little bit more focused on academics, and we all played instruments, and we kind of went that route, a little bit more studious than athletics. So I never really did anything as as a a student, as a a youngster or or, a teenager. But when I got into my 20s, um, I started playing tennis. My my father had introduced us to tennis, and um, I had some friends that played. And so I think that was probably my first you know, foray into athleticism, and I, I loved it. I wasn't great at it, um, but it was a great workout and we had a lot of fun. Um, so that was where it kind of started. Um, when I got into my 30s, um, the tennis club that we played at from time to time. Also, tennis was also the rage then. I mean, it was yeah. huge. You know, no, McEnroe and, yeah. you know, Chrissy Everett, and they were yeah. just great to watch. And now it's probably
0: a good game for you to play because you're a tad bit competitive. So yes, yes, I do. Like yeah, a yeah I think
1: that fed that need of mine, yeah. Um, but um, when I got into my 30s, uh, the tennis club had a, um, a, they had a gym, and they had a Nautilus set up and that was another that was another time I think when Nautilus was huge and they had the circuit with I don't know, fifteen machines or so and so we joined that and we would, you know, you'd do the whole you had the card and you'd do this machine and then you'd go to this machine and um, and then once you finished the whole circuit, you'd go upstairs to the pub and you'd have a cheeseburger and a couple of beers. So, Perfect. You know, I don't was, see what's wrong with that. I'm not sure. Everything was in balance there. But yeah. it was the first time really that I, I started thinking about um, muscle groups, you know, and thinking about your body, um, how it kind of comes together versus just, you know, exercising it aerobically. The other thing that was going on for me was that I... I was single for a long time. I didn't get married until I was 36. I had my son when I was 39. So I had time, you know, and so I was able to, to you know, do the things that sometimes, you know, younger mothers, they have to put off to a sure. different point in their life. So I, I had time and I had friends. And I think another thing about um, all the um, fitness and, you know, working out, there's always a... Um, a community or a friend, collegial component to it. It was yeah. fun, you know. There are people around, uh, and I think that really added to it also. So I did the Nautilus, and that was great. Um, and then I think I'll, I took up running too. That was another. Everybody, everybody was running. And yeah. All you needed was a decent pair of shoes. Sure. You know, Take and, and yeah. the mindset to 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 move. And that was that was something that my kind of you know I was never a great competitive runner. I never got to that point where the endorphins kicked in and I was on a high, but I did it. Um, Struggled so, through it
0: like the best yeah, of us. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, through it and tried to get to three miles. Um, right. And that was pretty much it. Um, once I had my son, I really focused on him. You know, we were so happy. I waited a long time for him yeah. to, to show up, and um, I put a lot of my energy into, you know, being a mother, being a wife, and um, you know, being a daughter also, you yeah. know, taking, my parents were getting older. And, and
0: teaching, I mean, you had a lot right.
1: on your right. plate. Right, at, and I had the job. At that time, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Were you teaching, still teaching, or were you the principal at that no, point? No, at, at
1: that point, I was still, I was still a teacher, um, and so my, my plate was full, and mm. I think my fitness stuff sort of, you know, drifted towards, towards the back burner. Um, when I was in my, um... I think it was my late 40s, I took the job as principal. And then everything really changed. I mean, I had no more summers off. There's, yeah. It's as close to a 24-7 job as, as it can get. Yeah. For me, it was anyway. Yeah. So and I
0: don't think people realize how... I mean, being a teacher is incredibly hmm. involved and ongoing. It's an ongoing process, so I can only imagine what yeah. that would mean to to take on that role learn that role you probably had to learn a lot of the yeah. ropes that went with that and such
1: it was a huge shift and yeah. um it just you know people think that schools shut down in the summer and they just magically open in september and everything's good to go but they don't open unless somebody's been there basically all summer right. um you know getting things ready and it was a it was a big school yeah. you know it was the only middle school in town so uh, you know, there were a lot of kids, a lot of, a lot of staff, a lot of parents. Yeah. But I loved it. I was really happy. I again, it was another challenge that I was happy to take on. But um, you know, time was was a was a dividend that right. I didn't always have.
0: Right. Well, I think it's like most of us. We are short on time, so you have to make a decision on, you know, what is it that you're going to do. I'm sure you were up and out the door first thing, you know, scooching your son out the door. And then he probably had activities after school. So, you know, we're just trying to keep all the wheels on the bus. Right, right. (laughs) Literally. Right. Right. (laughs) And all the forms of life. And I think that that's a common thing that happens for for most women, for most of us.
1: Yeah. So, you know, your needs go you know they go to the bottom of the list and that's the way a lot of us function and you know I think uh, that's the way it needs to be right but not forever you don't (laughs) want to keep it you don't want to keep yourself last forever right Um, so we um, we moved we were living in Worcester uh, that's where I grew up where we raised our son for the most part until um, he got to middle school age and we wanted him to you know have the luxury being in school in the school district that, that I was in, and it was like you know I'm working really hard. Why not? Why shouldn't my son um, benefit from it if that's the way he looked at it? But anyway, we <laughs> we, it's we probably moved. like mom. I'm
0: not going uh, to school where you are the, the principal. principal,
1: but he did. <laughs> so we moved to Northborough, and um, and that was great. That was a great move for us. Um, again, I love the community, um, but now I'm 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 moving into my 50s, mm. and my body 's shifting, you know, I think every time you hit a decade, your body you feel the shifts in your body, and um, it was it was going to be a make or break. I was either going to do something different, I was going to find a way to work some fitness into my life, or you know I was going to pay the price later on so i I found a place right in town right in the middle of northboro um, I, I knew i didn 't want to go to the the Y there was a beautiful Y facility nearby, but you know, are these bigger gyms, but you're a middle school principal, you can't be working out with with all these people and really maintaining, you know, some professionalism, which was important. And you
0: time. I think that that's an important um, thing to have privacy, have space for yourself. Right,
1: right, without being, you know, heckled by somebody (laughs) who's like, look at her, look at what she's doing, she can't even lift it, you know. So I knew I needed something a little um, different, and I found this... By chance, it was right in the center of town. It was a a personal training facility. Mm. And I just walked in and I said, what's this all about? And um, it turned out it was uh, a a woman who was younger than me, but um, she had set up her own personal training studio. And she was huge into fitness. She knew what she was doing, so I joined. And that was really kind of the only way. There were a lot of things about it I liked. It was personal training. It was one-on-one. It was away from the crowds. But I um, had standing appointments with her. Right. So if we were going to meet, if we were going to have a session on Tuesday at 5:30, I had to get out of school
0: right in time
1: to be there. You know, so it really got me out of the school at a reasonable hour. It was only an hour. Um, I had somebody waiting for me, so I wasn't going to not go. And I really got the benefit of her um, expertise. And you know, she really. Knew what she was doing, so we worked on, on everything basically. Right. She could really get to the bottom of a lot of uh, she knew how to train people. And I did that for a couple of years, um, and then she broadened it a bit. You know, she um, opened up the sessions to a couple more people, became a little bit more affordable, a little more. So my sister came in, yeah. I got her going, That's awesome. I met some other people, and um, she kind of expanded what we were doing. She, I, I don't know about the trajectory of like um, cross training. But I think she might've been at the beginning of it. She really knew how to switch things up mm. and help us. You know, we would do weight training, but then we do some cardio, we did boxing, we'd, you name it. She, she was really adept yeah. at creating routines and changing the way you moved, which was hugely different to me. I'm like, we're doing what? And she was like, you can't let your brain get too used to doing any one thing because then it gets used to it and your body gets used to it. So we have to keep switching it up. So um, it was always challenging. She pushed, pushed, pushed us. I mean, she was mindful of who we were physically and if we had limitations, you know, we, we always took those into consideration, but she encouraged us to weight train. Yeah you know, like, come on, you can do this, and she was very fit herself, but she was very feminine. Mm. It wasn't like it was a trade-off between mm. one or the other, mm. and so, um, uh, you know, she got us doing all kinds of things. Um, I, you know, we would, she, we would, we would flip those tires, you know, the big tractor oh, yeah, tires. Oh, that's so fun, yep. She had this sled thing, and she was at the bottom of a little, inc- like a hill, we'd push the, we pushed the sled with, you know hundreds of pounds of weights, and yeah, um, I remember one day um, we'd do, we do a farmer's walk where I think I was holding two 50-pound you know kettle, uh, kettlebells, whatever, up this incline, and she was right on the main street, so when I got to the top, I was kind of exhausted. I put the weights down, and somebody's walking by, and they're like, "You know, do you need some help with those?" I'm like, no. <laughs> Trust me, I'm, not, I'm doing this voluntarily. I got to go back now, you know. But right, it was, right, right. You know, it was all these different kinds of things um, yeah. that that she kept yeah. us going how on. How did she get
0: going? It was yeah. a good first introduction of kind of into fitness, and that's good. Great. I think that that's impo- uh, important because a lot of people don't necessarily always have a positive first introduction into fitness. So it's great to hear that that was... Like such a good wraparound for you, so that you wanted to continue,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know,
0: and keep it going. Well, I
1: think she kept it challenging. But the other thing that was that I loved about it was I had a lot on my mind. It, you know, there was a lot to think about with the job that I had and with my responsibilities. You know, I was always, am I in, am I present enough as a mother? You know, am I doing right. everything right? And, and it was a job with a lot of a lot of um, people to pay attention to. Mm. And I tend to worry, and I tend to be a little intense. So when I worked out, I realized that for that hour that I was working out, I wasn't thinking about anything right? but working out. right? And it was a huge relief to get a break from my mind
0: right. for yeah. that one hour. That guilt brain that we all bring right. everywhere with us. Yeah, I right. know, that's a very right. important thing. So you retired to the Cape, and so what brought so, you guys um, down here? What was well, the attraction we just, for the Cape? We
1: just it was always our hope that we could we could um, relocate here. We spent summers here. Yeah, we had family down here that we would visit. It was just I just love the ocean, um, and it, it doesn't get any prettier than Cape Cod. Yeah. So um, <laughs> we we were able to f- to fulfill that dream. And when I when we did move down here. You know, people worry about, geez, am I going to get a good doctor? Am I going to be able to find, um, you know, a good store? I was worried about finding a good gym. <laughs> that was the number one on my list was yeah. I've got to find a place to work yeah. out because I, you know, I just didn't want to let it go. And I found you. And <laughs> you. it has, you know, you're at a point, I was at a point where I thought, geez, it's never going to get better than what I left sure. in Northboro, but I'll tell you, it's, it's far better. I loved what I was doing there, but... Nothing beats the experience that I've had with you and with, oh. with Quench. Well, we yeah. are
0: so thankful to have you here. Yeah. Pat yeah. is awesome. Uh, what I love about Pat is is that she just never says no. Um, and, you know, sometimes it can be weird to do things that you're not familiar with and specifically more outside of your comfort zone. And Pat's always just like, yep, all right, let's go. Let's do this, no yeah. problem.
1: <laughs> thank you, thank you.
0: <laughs> and it's great to have somebody that's just like, let's just conquer this and, and do it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I think now I'm at the point where, um, you know, I don't, I don't fear growing old. You know, everybody hopes that we get to grow old, but I really do fear growing feeble. And I don't wanna, I don't wanna lose my independence and so I really want to maintain, you know, whatever kind of strength and, you know, aerobic, cardiac. It's yeah. really now about how old Living. I'm going to be and yeah. can I lift that, you know, that card of water. That's such a powerful statement that
0: you just said that, you know, it is about being healthy, but it's about... Being able to live your life as yeah. long and as healthy as possible, right? Um, and I think that that's a massive motivator.
1: Yeah, that's it a is.
0: Massive motivator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gets you out of bed every day, right? That's
1: right. That's right. And again, I also have, you know, I have time, so yeah. this is kind of like my little, my little part-time job. Right. Is uh, is working coming out coming in. yeah. into the gym? Yeah. And I love it.
0: Hitting goals and, and yeah. being strong. It's great. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Well, thank you for coming on to the podcast. Well, you're today. very I welcome. Really appreciate you chatting with you. Um, And I hope you guys will check us out next time.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Pat.
0: I appreciate it. There's so much information about what women should be doing to stay fit and healthy, it makes it hard to know what information is right. Join me, Jillian Russo, every Wednesday as I interview women who have finally made themselves a priority. Each episode contains inspirational stories from women just like you who have had enough and have decided to make health and fitness part of their everyday lives. I'll also be inviting other health and wellness professionals to share their stories and provide tips on health, nutrition, wellness, life, and much more.